Hey, hey, I'm Des. Hey, y'all, I'm Sa. And we're the co-hosts of Let's Talk Sis Podcast, where we truly believe that together, empowered women can transform their lives. Join us for heartfelt stories, enlightening conversations, and a whole lot of accountability along the way. Hey, y'all, we are back again with another episode, and today we're talking about healing and forgiving. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm excited for this conversation. Are you? Why are you so excited? Because I just feel like the first step to healing is forgiveness. For sure. So I'm happy that we decided to pair those two together. Yeah. And I just feel like it's a life hack. Because when we... I'm What's the life hack? Feel, um, forgiving or healing? Well, I feel like it's one and the same. Like, it's a two-step process to healing yeah. or whatever the case. Well, it's a whole bunch of parts to healing but essentially what i'm saying is (laughs) in order to even embark on your healing journey Mm -hmm. you have to do a certain level of forgiveness whether it be externally or internally yeah but i said it's a life hack because it's like you cannot be free you cannot even see clearly you can't hear clearly you cannot literally operate amongst others yeah or have peace within yourself if you don't forgive so i'm you happy gotta, you gotta forgive uh, forgive other people for yourself mm-hmm. i learned that i'm happy there. that we're having this conversation because i don't know we might just help somebody for sure you know um yeah like i said uh something i i used to hold grudges i wouldn't say like forever but i didn't really forgive people until I went to therapy and realized that not forgiving really hinders yourself and it hinders your personal growth a lot. I could definitely agree with that for sure. From personal experiences, I think that, um, forgiving people who weren't apologetic has definitely, um, forced me to kind of see things from a different perspective. Mm -hmm. So I'm grateful that I have reached that level yeah of being able to say you know i might not ever get this apology that i feel like i'm warranted from this person but it's okay i nonetheless i forgive you i forgive you Mm -hmm. yeah and that's what i mean by you got to forgive people for you to get the burden off of your shoulder not necessarily because honestly they probably could not give two shits about your forgiveness or how you feel or an apology or anything else yeah so it's definitely for the self-work. And like you said, you got to forgive in order to heal. Yeah. Because a part of healing is, I wouldn't, like, a part of healing is letting go, kind of, to move on. Yeah. I don't know. How how are you with forgiving? Like, do you feel like you forgive people? Yeah, I do. Um, I feel like I'm a really forgiving person now. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying now because it took me a few years um, to be able to get to this point. But I think I'm too forgiven to the point where it's like my girlfriends be like, girl, you done said you was, you was not talking to this person or you was not, (laughs) you was done. And here you are again. And I think that, that I don't want to say that it doesn't come from like enforcing my boundaries, Mm -hmm. but it really just comes from a place of like understanding. And I feel like my level of understanding sometimes supersedes, the expectation that or boundary that I would like to uphold for that Mm. person you know yeah I feel like I'm forgiven to an extent I would like to say I'm an understanding person I I put myself in people's shoes a lot Mm -hmm. to understand how they 
did stuff or why they did stuff or whatever the case may be for as long as i can come to an understanding of you like even though that's something i may not have done myself i can slightly slightly see why you did that or mm -hmm. you know the decisions or actions behind you making that decision or whatever the case may be mm -hmm. so all right yeah i'll forgive you but then it's like I don't know. Sometimes I get in my head a little bit. It's like, all right, I feel like if I forgive people too much, they take advantage a little bit. Yeah. And that's why I feel like forgiving, but still having boundaries keep you in line. Yeah. It's kind of like doing self-inventory. Like, okay, how much of this is it requiring of mm -hmm. me? And how much is it taking of me? Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Taking from me. I'm sorry. How much is it taking away from me? to forgive this person because you could forgive somebody and not have them in your life for you sure know? you could definitely love them from afar or you know so i was going to ask you have you ever forgiven somebody and allowed them to stay in your life and they've never done what they did the first time again like they've never done something that needed forgiveness again Right off the top of my head, as soon as you said it, the first thing I thought about was I fought like a few of my friends okay. like when I was younger. So for me, well, fighting is a little bit was a little bit different than when I was younger. Yeah. So it was kind of like a way of like hashing things out, essentially. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, I'm still really good, really, really, really good friends with people that I, I feel like that also depends on why you're fought as well yeah like it depends on the reason because mm -hmm. if it was something minor then you know that's the easy one yeah well there's not nobody or any situation in my life that i could recall today that i haven't like forgiven or a person that i haven't forgiven so it was like regardless of what the situation or circumstances yes i would have still for forgave them depending on what it was yeah. i probably wouldn't have them as close maybe okay yeah but needless to say i don't know yeah that's how i am like i don't have nobody in my life that i didn't forgive um up until recently like i had a couple family members but i feel like therapy kind of helped me get through that and it's like even when i forgive people i don't know it's probably like a mental thing really for me once something occurs that kind of violates my trust with you I'll forgive you, but the way my brain operates is like I'm naturally going to be like distant. Mm -hmm. Like I could never be the same way I was with a person twice. Mm. But I feel like that's not really sincerely forgiving somebody. It is. How? I mean, okay, I don't want to take it here, but when we look at our relationship with Christ, right? And his uh, level of understanding yeah. and his wisdom and, you know, his grace, his mercy and his ability to to forgive. Mm -hmm. I feel like, yes, he keeps record of what we do. But when it comes to forgiveness, that's where, like, the mercy and the grace comes into play. So he mm -hmm. never says, like, OK, well, you did this. So this time around, I'm not too sure if I can't extend grace. See, no, I'm not saying I'm like that. Like I said, I will forgive people like I will forgive you. And I would attempt to, you know, have things the same, but it's just like the energy just don't be there. It has nothing to do with, all right, I'm going to not trust you this much or I'm going to only keep you at a level or a distance. It's just. I feel like you probably naturally. not aware that you're subconsciously saying it, but that's mm -hmm. exactly what it is. Because it's like, even when I think about rekindling friendships, right? Yeah. I would have never allowed, like, I've had some friendships where, whoa. Well, 
we five times in of mm-hmm. you just doing some stuff and said I was going to cut you off. But every time I let you back into the same position, if not closer, after yeah. you did something, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was like, I literally didn't keep no record or no, you know, record of mm-hmm. your own. Essentially, yeah, if I say really I forgive you. That. Yeah, if I say I forgive you, I forgive you. That's really good. God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. No, for real. That's really good. Because, I don't know. Like I said, I forgive people. But... It's like, yeah, I forgive you, but you forgiven over there. I don't know. I be thinking, like, every time I be thinking about... Because I'm good about, for cutting people off, so. Like, but what? I feel like that's because you're good at running. Mm. What does you mean? I mean, I don't <laughs> know if you want to get into just that. Just got deep real quick. on that topic, What but you mean? I just feel like you're really good at running. What does that mean? What do you mean by that? Like, anything that creates any type of... I'm trying to think and, you know, use my words wisely because I don't want this to come out the wrong way. Like conflict? Um, Conflict or uh, emotional, like, friction or anything that will cause you to be, to have to utilize your emotion, like, emotions and put them in overdrive, I feel like you run away from. No, that's not really true because most of the, like, friendships that I've had that I cut off, we deal with stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. we confront the problem. Mm Mm-hmm. But then you're cut off. Like, I just don't want to deal with you no more. You don't think that's running? No. Mm. I'll let you know what the problem is. So, beyond I'll friendships you know. and, like, talking back to them family members you said you had to forgive. hmm <laughs> 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 What about them? No. So. What about them? No patterns of running at, in any way, shape, or form. <clears throat> I took time. What do you mean? Nah, okay, okay, yeah, maybe, cause I'd I'd be disappearing. Transparency on the mic. I'm gonna say that every. Time. <laughs> I'm gonna say transparency on the cause mic. Cause I wouldn't every say time. it's running though. Like, what am I running from? What are you running from? That's the question. Maybe because I don't something. like people hurt my feelings. So, I feel like, um, it's a gift to have me a part of your life, and I feel like it is a gift to know me or have any association with me. So the moment you what's the gift mishandle that gift, um, you lose it. What's the gift? Me. What attributions does me bring? Everything. Yeah. So to know me when you say everything, me like, in your presence, what's the context? Are you asking? Like, what are you asking me? Are you asking me what I bring to the table? Of course, but in that, <laughs> yeah, right there. Come on now. <laughs> no. Um. No. Seriously, though, like. Seriously, even, what do you no, bring to the table? Listen, even if we go down to the, those details, like a family, like family members, mm-hmm. I feel like everybody should have this standard of themselves. You should have people deserving to be in your life. If you don't respect me or you don't care about how I feel or how things or how your actions can make me feel, what are you in my life for? Honestly, like, mm. I feel like there's no need for us to, you know, coexist, truthfully speaking. Love so, that for you. Yeah. Um, with those family members, I have forgiven them, and I still don't talk to them. So, <laughs> like, they forgiven, though. Like, and I'm not going to say I don't talk to them at all, but it's just not, you know. I feel like you showed me who you were. That's the That's what it is. When people show you who you are, you believe them the first time. Mm. 
like Maya Angelou said. Mm. And I believe who people are when they show me who they are. And you don't need four, five, six, ten times to show me who you are. I seen who you was the first time. And I see you're not the type of person I want in my life. Mm. So, I don't think that's running. I just feel like that's boundaries in a way. Right? I don't know. Is it? I would think so. I feel like this turned into therapy real quick. <laughs> but, no, seriously. nonetheless, um, yeah, got some unpacking to do over there. <laughs> no, I don't. I unpacked it with my therapist, and my decisions was the best decisions. Okay. Seriously, because situations like that, it's like, because I'm the type, especially with family members and stuff like that, like I, like I said, I try to be really, really understanding of people and their decisions and the whys and the whats. And sometimes being so understanding, it's like I kind of begin to make excuses for people. Mm. And in the end, that only um, affects me. Because it's like now I've made excuses for these actions or act like I understood them or whatever the case may be. And then when you continue to do the same thing in different scenarios, but the same like traits continue to show up in you in different scenarios, I'm continuous, continuously being disappointed mm. or my feelings hurt or affected or some type of negative thing on me. And I don't, I don't like that. And I feel like if I can control who I have in my life and who is around me, and how people and things make me feel, that's what I do. I control it, and I will quickly remove somebody out of my space. Mm. So what was your earliest childhood memory of, like, forgiving someone? Mm. This is therapy. Cool. Um, Actually, this is a conversation I had in therapy. I don't remember. If you say therapy one more I don't time. Re- because that's what it feels like. She asked me the same question. I got a timeline on my computer. I don't remember much of my childhood. Mm. which I learned is a um, defense mechanism or something, but I don't remember much of my childhood. Mm. Like I probably so, remember two, three percent of my childhood. I, I asked what much. was your earliest. Uh, forgive me. So I don't know. Um, I used to forgive my mom all the time. Mm. Every time she pissed me off. Okay. Friendships, I cut people off, so didn't really forgive them much. Um, that might be only child's in Relationships, cut them off. Really? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I might spin the block a little bit later. Oh, okay. <laughs> Transparency <laughs> on the mic. <laughs> but initially, you know. But that's I feel like that's a part of my forgiveness as well, though. I don't know, y'all. It seems like Destiny need her own episode where she could just... Nah, I'm serious. That's a part of forgiveness release. as well. If I'm able to spend a block, that means I really forgave you. I think, um, for me personally, another factor that has been tremendous in the role of forgiving people mm-hmm. has been identifying what part I played in the situation. Mm. I think that that's something else that has happened um, that has helped me grow is the shifted perspective. Because before I really started intentionally forgiving people, 
I used to always say, well, this person hurt my feelings or this person made me feel this way or this person's intention must have been X, Y, and Z. But when I, I have been able to analyze and dissect the situation from a reverse perspective mm-hmm. or from a wider perspective, mm-hmm. I've realized that honestly, sometimes, sometimes, not all the times, but sometimes it's really just miscommunication. Um, for me personally, yeah. and I feel like had we would have had we communicated, you know, mm-hmm. through the situation or in the midst of it, it would have had a different ending result, you know, and we yeah. probably would have arrived at the door of forgiveness sooner. But I know a few years ago, baby, whatever you did, whatever you said, stand on it because I'm making you eat your words. You get what I'm saying? So now it's like, okay, now I'm stepping back. Like, I'm going to withdraw for a period of time to be able to really see this from a wider perspective. But I really just be having to ask myself, like, okay, what role did you play in it? And I think this was an activity that I did, like, in my dating life. Because I'm like, there's no way. This one relationship was great. We didn't have these problems. And then, you know, yeah, the this other relationship is repetitive patterns from when I was this old like you know so it kind of just showed me like okay if this person pattern out this side exact again years later it's like okay what's what's what are your triggers and I think when we talk about healing we need to talk about triggers identifying your triggers and knowing like okay you know yeah it's crazy that you even say that because this is something I was thinking about the other day I don't know how this came in my head well, it really came in because I was journaling. I was looking through. I think I've mentioned to you before. I got a journal that I always, always write in. I've been writing for years. And I was reading back and then I was looking through it and stuff. And I came to that thought, like trying to figure out what my triggers were. Because it's literally only two people on this earth that could get me like a certain way, like super, 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 super out of character. Mm-hmm. Uh, who are those two people? Your dad and who else? Not my dad, actually. Oh, who? Um, my mom and an ex boyfriend. Literally the only two people that's ever even seen me a certain way, like seen me super out of character. And that's what made me think about that the other day. Cause it's like, I was really trying to retrack as to why I turned into such an ugly person within this relationship. Like I was really just, and it wasn't really so much of the relationship, but it was me just trying to understand myself mm. and what caused me to act certain ways or even feel certain ways or react certain ways. And it's like, okay, the only other time I've ever seen myself act like that is in situations with this person, mm-hmm. which, like I said, the other person is my mom. And it's like, other people has made me mad. They irritated me. Like, I've been pissed off all types of things mm-hmm. in other scenarios, but never have I even thought to react in these ways. So it's like I really be trying to figure out, like, and I still haven't figured it out. But it's like I really be trying to dissect, like, okay, what are the specific triggers to make me act these certain ways? Or even if they are triggers, maybe it's just the connection I have to the people. Like, I don't I don't know. But figuring out your triggers, do you think you figured out your triggers? Mm, I think I'm aware of, um, mm. I'm definitely aware of some of my triggers. Um, I think that my triggers vary. According mm-hmm. to intimate and platonic relationships and mm-hmm. like personal and work, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. because I feel like somebody who I'm 
Like so my girlfriend can tell me the same exact thing that my man can tell me, and I might not take it. And the you same. won't act different. Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean by does it? Is it based on the situations or the people? Because that's the like I could think about that. Like, well, okay. ultimately, the triggers have everything to do with you. Yeah, but that's what I like. So identifying like why you are responding this way to this person in comparison to this person. Personally, I have been able to say. It's because of, for example, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say you my friend, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say Des and my boyfriend, mm-hmm. right? Let's say Destiny says, well, you know, Sai, you really should, you know, be a little bit more focused and get back to this and the third. Mm-hmm. I don't have any built up pre or disposition towards you. So when you say it, I'm not going to, I'm going to take it for what it is. Whereas though my boyfriend probably was already nagging, already complaining or whatever the case may be. So when he says that, now is I feel like it's built up off of a pre-existing situation or some type of, I don't know. I've even been in relationships where I built up resentment towards the person. Mm-hmm. So it's like, now every little thing you do or say, I'm just automatically carrying the spirit of offense. But that's a me problem, essentially. Yeah. Because I just... I don't care what you have to say. Like, I'm, I don't want to be receptive. I'm being defiant. I'm being combative. Yeah. And I, even though I know and I'm aware that I'm being this way, it's kind of like, I don't, I don't care. Like, why are you, why are you talking? You know? I think for me, it's kind of like expectations that I'm thinking about it. What do you mean? Like, I don't know. Like I have, like, for example, like I said, the only two, the two people that could, get me a certain way and I think it's like that because I I have so like I well I had like really 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 high expectations so I think maybe the disappointment is a little bit different like I don't know I really don't know but I feel like even you saying that out loud that goes back to you being responsible for your triggers to a certain extent because it's like who told you to create these expectations that are as high as Mount Everest for this person who was com- probably 98% unaware of whatever your ex- high, high, high expectations were in the first place. And who even said that that person had the capacity or the capability to live up to it? You said those. You ultimately disappointed yourself. So it's like, hello. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it was different. If this person introduced you to this consistently and then went downhill, that's completely different because it's like manipulation, I feel like. Like you introduced me to this and now you're not maintaining it. I just feel like you don't realize that you need growth until you encounter the same situation again. Like we all think we're healed until we run into the same situation even if it's like different it's always similar it could be with different people no yeah i definitely agree with that um yeah i feel like personally i'm not sure if you resonate with this but for some reason i feel like we always get the same test until we passed it yeah definitely so like you said i definitely agree that it could show up maybe in a different scenario or with in a different relationship mm-hmm. with different people exactly different phases of your life definitely mm-hmm. but i feel like the lesson also always remains the same and it's one of those things where it'll have you question like okay 
this seems familiar yeah. or this situation reminds me of something, you know, that I've already gone through. Mm-hmm. So just taking a moment of stillness um, and to be present and just say, okay, what is this? Like, what's the lesson of this? Me? What yeah. is this teaching me, you know? So, and it also shows you like when you realize that, when you come to that realization, like, okay, this is something I've experienced before that should also ground you to know that like, okay, I can't deal with this how I would normally deal with this. Mm-hmm. Cause clearly it didn't work that time. The first I mean, time. Yeah. Right. So yeah, it's all self-awareness though. Definitely. Yeah. Just being aware of not only what's going on around you, but how you react. Yeah. And you know, and I feel like reverse perspective, um, this just popped into my head as you were saying it, but for us to be able to have more than one opportunity or to have the ability to be able to say that we're even enduring another test to identify the same lesson that we might have missed, mm-hmm. I feel like that's just a real good example of how yeah. merciful God is. Yeah, definitely. And um, how life presents us with so many opportunities when we don't get something right to kind of right our wrongs, mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. Um. So that was a takeaway that I just got from it. But ultimately, I feel like in order to initiate um, healing, like I said mm-hmm. earlier, of some sort, you definitely need a certain level of forgiveness. Definitely. I think you need a lot of forgiveness. Because even if it's not involving other people, you got to forgive yourself. Right. You got to forgive yourself for a lot of things that is needed within healing. Right. So, yeah, they definitely go hand in hand. But the forgiveness part is sometimes hard. But it's it's all a process. It's nothing that happens overnight, and it all takes a lot, a lot, a lot of self-work. Yeah. I think life is hard, honestly. I mean, and yes. I think that if you choose your heart, then it's rewarding. Mm-hmm. And if you Definitely. choose to stick whatever you feel like is hard and just say it's hard, then the results show, you know? Yeah. But ultimately, I feel like it's hard for you to forgive, or I guess, or mm-hmm. reach a certain level of awareness within your journey um, to identify that you need a little bit more work to be a better person and then it's also hard if you just sit and you continuously just um hold this person that had probably has no idea that you have some sort of animosity or whatever the case may be towards Mm -hmm. them so i mean choose your choose your heart i actually want to um renege on that and i don't really want to use the word heart maybe Maybe like a little challenging or uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't necessarily use the word hard though. I think uncomfortable for sure. Yeah. When it comes to improving yourself or growth in general, I wouldn't say hard. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the best things are birthed from uncomfortable situations. For sure. So I feel like anytime a situation produces some sort of friction yeah. almost or um, yeah, some sort of friction almost Mm -hmm. I think it is definitely one of those things where you have to be intentional uh and evaluate what's going around like what's going on around you Mm -hmm. so that you could make sure that your next steps count for something you know yeah because if it's uncomfortable 
I mean, our initial thought is, okay, anxiety, overwhelmed, mm-hmm. anxiousness, yeah. or maybe shutting down or whatever the case may be. But it's like uncomfortable these days kind of excites me. Yeah. And even if it doesn't exi- excite me because I'm human and I experience, you know, other emotions outside of the ones that are happy. But even if it doesn't, my posture is so different now than what it w- was mm-hmm. so many years ago. So it's kind of like, yeah. I don't know, I just feel equipped to endure certain mm-hmm. certain situations now in comparison to what was presented itself before. Yeah, But I do want to say that... When I am faced with a situation that reminds me of something similar that I that I've already experienced, or mm-hmm. if I am ever triggered, and I do respond the way that I the old me would, mm-hmm. or I don't want to say the old me, but respond the same way that I did the first time, mm-hmm. um, I'd be having like these low vibrational feelings afterwards. Like, girl, mm-hmm. you knew you knew better. Yeah, you knew better. Yeah. Definitely. But that's why I always say this. Um, just, you know, it's mind over matter and train your mind up. Definitely. And train your mental, mental to strength. be stronger than your emotions because honestly, I don't know. Like the heart is really deceitful. Yeah. So for sure. I don't know. I think this was a really good talk. Yeah. It was kinda like a brief therapy. I know you said earlier in the episode, like you keep saying therapy, but that's kinda what it felt like. Anything about healing or, like, personal growth or just digging deeper into those emotions feel like therapy to me. Well, I'm glad you got your daily dose of therapy. I mean, we didn't come to any resolutions, so. Mm. (laughs) I mean, you win some, you lose some. But nonetheless, um, I think we should end this episode off with a word of encouragement for a sister. Okay. I feel like we haven't really been consistent with that takeaway that we normally do yeah um so what's yours or what would yours be mine will be to always go with your gut feeling go with your heart um listen to your intuition and don't question yourself um I feel like if you if you're not comfortable with something or you're not okay with something don't allow it don't just don't allow it go with your gut feeling always i think that my word of advice Mm -hmm. for a sister would be to really do the work Mm. and i'm saying that because someone might be listening to this or watching this Mm -hmm. and really might not know what the work is Cause I feel like that's the response that's often given like, Oh, just do the work or start your journey or whatever the case may be. And for someone who may not know what the work is, it's simply just pushing those personal barriers and those, uh, environmental and social and spiritual, Mm -hmm. whatever factors you're dealing with and just challenging them for the better, you know, like not allowing, the normality to just remain what it is and changing your verdict Mm -hmm. or changing, what is it? The word I'm looking for. Changing your narrative, ultimately. Um, I think that that is what's doing the work because when you're in an environment and you see 
you know, your grandparents come up a certain way or respond a certain way or react a certain way. Mm-hmm. Then you see your parents do it. And then you see your siblings do it. If you got, like, older siblings or whatever the case may be. It's kind of like, I'm domesticated, essentially. So it's like, yeah. this is what I am trained or I have yeah. been trained to, you know, re- respond or react to things a certain way. So my word of encouragement would be to... Definitely trust yourself, like you said, um, because it requires a great amount of self-trust. But, sis, I'm telling you, do the work. It is the most rewarding, um, the most rewarding thing that I have gotten out of life to date, personally. And I really just feel like when you do the work, it really opens up a different perspective yeah and it kind of puts you in this category among like essentially what they would say like the one percenters mm-hmm. you yeah, know definitely so that's good guys i enjoyed this topic um yeah this is really good yeah all right y'all thanks for watching yes thanks for tuning in and if you're watching this on youtube don't forget to like comment share and subscribe Mm -hmm. if you're watching this on any of our audible platforms please don't hesitate to download this episode make sure you follow us and share us with someone who you think needs to hear this episode yes toodles bye thank you so much for tuning into our podcast let's talk sis with des and sa Stay connected by following us on all of your favorite social media platforms. And don't forget, use hashtag Dear Sister Let's Talk to find us. Wait, before you go, head over to our website or our Instagram and join our interactive community for a daily dose of sisterhood where like-minded women fellowship, encourage, and create a safe space amongst one another. See you inside, sis. Toodles. Bye.